Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Boy, do we have a panel for you today. The industry's screenwriting experts. A panel of new voices in Hollywood. The costumes are a character. Fuck, Mary kill. Wide shot, two shot, close up. This is Artists on Artists. On Artists. On Artists. Do you know why they call it show business? I always wondered that. You're listening to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, the only Hollywood roundtable discussion podcast that allows industry professionals to speak to others about themselves. Today on the podcast, we reunited the cast and creator of A Lot to Learn to see what all went into creating one of the most beloved sitcoms of the 1990s. Let's listen in. And then you were like, there's no more cheese, it's a crafty. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should, we should, should we just go around? Should we, should we tell the people who we are? Let's sure. do it. Sure. Hey, what's up? I'm uh, Bobby Bees, and I played Uncle Toby. Hey, I'm, I'm Cindy Jones, and I was best known as um, the teen of the show, as Marissa Ryan. Um, hello, everybody. As y'all know, I am Jennifer Cameron Courtney Tyler, and I, of course, played Aunt Free Toes. I was Uncle Toby's wife, <laughs> and I did sp- speaking in English, a normal American accent. <laughs> I'm British. I'm from Britain. I'm I'm uh, Cody Ryan. Um, I'm 12 years old now, which means. <laughs> When the show came on, I was two years old. Yep, this show came out in 2010. <laughs> 2011. It obviously goes that saying, I played netball. And as you guys know, my name is Plaxico Walters. I am the creator of A Lot to Learn. It was based on my experience uh, at a summer camp. And it was, you know, I went to a summer camp and... Oh, here we go. Well, oh, you guys have heard this story a million <laughs> times, but maybe... Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, here, I'm, allowed to, I'm allowed to say it. I went to a summer camp and I found out that I was the only person at the summer camp who wasn't related. And it was a, some sort of big family event. And, of course, I was the outsider. And so... You know, being an outsider in this world of this big family, which I did later find out was uh, kind of a religious compound. That was a lot to learn for me. Mm. You know, but I took Mm. the beginning (laughs) moments. I took the first day of, oh, I think I'm an outsider. And of course, placed that into a television friendly world. So it's really good to see everybody. Uh, yeah, since, I would just actually yeah. like to take a second and, you know, say uh, 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 sorry that um, uh, John Coulter couldn't join us today, who ended up playing uh, your character, Plaxico, kind yeah. of on the show, your vision um. of your character. He's going through a bit of a legal battle right now. So um, yeah. We stand by him, though, that's <laughs> for sure. And I want to be on record and say that. Right. Yeah. I would like to be on record. I don't think this will age poorly that I stand with him for every <laughs> allegation that mm-hmm. is currently out and every allegation soon to come. We're um, looking for I- justice for John. Absolutely. Justice, justice for, for John. John. And you can actually go to our Twitter, Justice for John. Um, where, Do you guys have Twitters, it? by the way? I, I just got mine a couple weeks ago. It's really fun on there. Oh, my gosh. I've had a Twitter since I was two on set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I actually just wrote a Tumblr 
blog posts about oh. how the things that John did to me, which were inappropriate, I loved. <laughs> <laughs> because he is just such a good-looking fellow. It didn't bother me what he did to me, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, look, yeah. it's 2010. I think it's time we acknowledge that if a handsome man makes an advance on you, it's a compliment. Absolutely. It was a compliment. And when I was when I was 15 years old, I took it as such. Because, you know, you grow up fast on set. You grow up fast. And um, when a man compliments you in that way, it's important to say thank you. You know, you can't just burst into this industry walking around thinking you owe the, the, the people owe you the the courtesy of not being touched no this is 2010 <laughs> this is 2010 oh right right well that's what you were feeling in 2010 correct and now how is it that you feel the same i feel the same i actually feel i feel the same. the same in 2021 i feel the same <laughs> i feel completely now paul i want to say something i want to speak to your incredible memory for you to be two years old and to have the memories that you have. Oh, thanks. Well, I think it was because of those five onset coaches that constantly, um, if I ever started to doze off like a two-year-old does, they'd nudge me awake and say, it's time to memorize your lines, set life. Um, Anytime I wanted to just like go pee-pee or play with my toys, I had my onset coaches be like, no. And that's the work. That's the work that I was fortunate enough to learn at a young age. Um, um, I would actually, um, I just pulled a really weird question from the fishbowl. Um, it just says, what year is it exactly? <laughs> that's really oh interesting. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's really funny. Wow. I mean, and how would you guys, how would you guys <laughs> describe the answer to that question? Yeah, how would I answer? Well, I'd say I am 12 now. And when we filmed this, I was two. And we filmed this in 2010. Okay, not the 90s, because a lot of people have that misconception that we filmed in the 90s, mm-hmm. that today, recording this is yeah. 2010. We, so were, we were known saying. as a popular 90s mm-hmm. sitcom, and since uh, Nutball was two years old when we were filming, and See, is 12 what, now. What, the most interesting thing is, I always th- felt, I always felt that it was more of, um, you know, we were aiming for a '90s, and wow, then, that's really and then good. We found out, you know. We I found mean, out. I also I could have my age fucked up. I can call my agent. I do believe that could be the case, Nutball. I do think you're actually 30 years old, and you might not know it. But no, that's there's another... no way. My wee wee's too small. Cody, Cody, please. I do not want to hear about your wee wee because I don't want any allegations coming from me. But at the end of the day, what happened in the 90s for me to be this, you know, great British actor who had been on Seventh Heaven, a show I'd I'd been on Seventh Heaven, and none of you had been on a show before. Now, but I had my experience on Seventh Heaven, and I came in with that. So, yeah, you you played uh, (laughs) the the preacher's best friend for an episode, right? No. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess I guess I'm mistaken. Could, I, well, hold on. Well, hold on a minute there, Plaxico. I'm sorry. Of you're course, just throwing course, accusations around. Of course. That I'm wrong. And you know I, 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 I know just... about accusations at this table, right? Yeah. We support of course, them I'm when you better, we are a thousand percent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Of and course, they're also not true. Yes. Of course, that was my character, the preacher's best friend. But I, yes. of course, had my my own character. 
for my acting purpose. Right. right. Yeah. And so, and so who was that? That was an alien. So that was your inner monologue? Or was that who you were? <laughs> that was my character play? study. The character work that I do privately. Mm. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm playing the preacher's best friend. But inwardly, I'm an alien who's trying to fit in. Like Third Rock from the Sun. I was really inspired mm. by that show. Well, and this is funny because that's where I found you. If you remember that, that's where I saw you. And I said, this person is acting on another level. And I remember the, the title, the beginning of the episodes, it said that you were a series regular and then you were never on another episode. So it was really interesting, the process, because you just disappeared from the rest of the show. And I said, I got to work with this person because this person must be bringing something nobody else does. Well, that was like when Bobby B's. Your wife gave birth in season six, right? And mm-hmm. you were just gone. And the writers wrote this crazy storyline for you. Yeah, yeah. It was actually fan. It was it was sad that I actually didn't get to be there for those episodes because honestly, people say that those were some of the most ingenious and dangerous episodes uh, that we did. And unfortunately, I was having a kid, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just really interesting. It? I remember those because... <laughs> You, I mean, for the entirety, seasons one through five, it was established that you, my uncle, were raising me and like, mm-hmm. you know, guiding me through high school. And then all of a sudden, you're yanked out. You are replaced by this, you know, guy in a bear suit, just sort of giving me these lessons. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of stuff came out of that, you know, like a lot of really genius stuff. Like people weren't talking about teenagers being raised by bears back then. You know, mm-hmm. it was the 90s. We weren't talking about that. Um, so <laughs> while I did miss you, Bobby Bees, like I think it did add so much to the show. You going to become a father. Hey, yeah, if, no. I can, if I can speak a little bit behind the scenes. You guys threw a lot of obstacles our way. I think there wasn't one episode where all of you were in the show. It was so hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were ducking and rolling left and right in the writer's room. I had an incredible team behind me. I mean, we're talking some of the best writers working today. We're talking about Liz cartography oh my gosh yes. his cartography. can yeah, write a yeah, one-liner yeah, yeah. better than anybody i fucking know incredible mm-hmm. we're talking about uh dan <coughs> qualka we are talking uh, about mm-hmm. nestor esquivel uh, these are him. three of the best hate people you, <laughs> wait you hated him what happened yeah, with i him? hate him what happened with nestor? oh you guys dated didn't you um, Nestor and I did briefly go on one date and I, didn't know um, this. I resent the allegations that he is a good person. That's the crazy thing. There are a lot of allegations about him being a good person, being nice. Um, yeah. And well, I'll grab the, the next, yeah. Yeah, I'll grab another question. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the question just says, what year is it? Oh my God. This again. <laughs> okay. I'll just say it again. What so year is I, it? I am 12 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. 12, turned 12 two months ago. So, okay. Cody, n- no disrespect. Unfortunately, you were not able to answer this question. <laughs> Cody. And we can talk about this if you want. Um, your caretakers, uh, they said they said maybe to tread lightly with you if you want to discuss this. To be clear, it is the year 2021. Okay, okay so that wouldn't make me 12 now. So that's why I'm confused. I know. Cody, what we're trying to say is that you are 32 years old. None. Co- Cody, 
My wee wee's too small for 30. Cody, it's not getting any bigger. And it's no indicator of age. <laughs> a wee wee size is no indicator of age. And it I grows love as you g- No. No. It's not. I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Oh, uh, what? What's I'm up? just gonna... Would it be, oh, would it would be easier go, if we... Cody, sit down. Sit down, Cody. Oh, God. I, I swore I'd do this interview standing up. I'm gonna sit down for a second. Cody, sit down. Can we get nutball some juice? Can we get nutball some juice, please? Here's uh, some juice for you. I'm yeah. so sorry about that. That was my bad. I should have um, read the room a little bit better. And, um, and you know what? That's something I was never good at. Once we <laughs> once we read a question from the fishbowl, let's not put it back in. How's oh, that sound? Right. Let's throw it out okay. and let's <laughs> move on. No, sure. I'm Is going that okay? To Is that okay, okay with everyone? Okay, okay, okay. He's okay. crumpling it up. I'm going to grab one. Oh, okay. Is that cool? I would just like to move on as quickly as possible. Of course, Cody, whatever course, you need. Whatever the room you is spinning. Cody. The room is spinning. Okay. Um, what is your favorite line of dialogue you gave to the camera? Mm. Um, to the camera. You said to the camera. I forgot because uh, we broke the fourth wall. Right. The whole All time. The yeah. Time. All the whole time. The time on this show. That was <laughs> a big, that's why we were kind of revolutionary because it, yeah. we always used to say the camera is a character. The camera mm-hmm. is a camera, and no one ever, the you never, we never defined thing, it, yeah. You never made eye contact with another castmate, and that no. was part of it. And Most uh, of the lines were actually delivered right to camera. Right, yes, all of them, really, <laughs> really. I'll say my favorite line of dialogue that my husband, and yes, I'm married, uh, and my husband to this day. Oh, congrats. Forbid- is that what you're asking? Yeah, it's new. Yeah, it's okay. new. It's new. Congrats. Yeah, it's new, but he forbids me to say this line because of how often I said it. And it's, of course, I've not got a little to learn. I've got a lot to learn. Of course. Killer. Of course. Killer. And you only said that one time through that the whole show. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And you ad libbed that first part. Right. That wasn't even in the script. No, you, the line was, I've got a lot to learn. And you added, I've not, <laughs> I've got, not a little. got a little to learn. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people thought that you saying that marked that that episode would be, you know, the series finale. But it wasn't. It came, you know, in the first episode of season two. And a lot of people oh. were a little bit confused by that. They thought that we were wrapping up. But, no, we were just getting started. Right. Well, and, and saying it, tears streaming down my face, you know, like the... And that probably added Can to I it. Can I ask Jennifer, do I call you Jennifer Cameron Courtney Tyler or do I call yes. you one of them? Okay. Jennifer, Jennifer Cameron, Cameron Courtney, Courtney Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Can I ask, you know, you talked about your Seventh Heaven personal right. experience. I never heard this. Did you have kind of an internal character for Aunt Frito? Like, was there something else happening that I didn't know about? Well, of course. I mean, how are you gonna have? Okay, how are you gonna be at Frito's and not have something deeply, deeply internal going on? Mm-hmm. And I still feel it. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather not talk about it. Okay. Mm. Well, you talked to me one okay. time about it, and I'll never forget right. that conversation. Well, yet. what did she say to you? Um, I'd rather not talk about it. I'd rather not. I'd rather not him talk about it, Plexico. Mm. <laughs> well, that's interesting that you guys bring that up because you know, just to build off of that. You did pull me aside into your trailer and tell me exactly what it was. Exactly. Well, this is now I'm feeling like the odd one. <laughs> you guys don't. And I'd rather not talk about it either. Well, I know the whole thing, but I'm I'm gonna go talk to my caretaker for a quick second. Um, I just I need I need some air. I'll come back. Hopefully. I'll come back as a thirty year old no, man. You don't have to, Cody. No, Cody, no, Cody you don't, don't have look to. at any magazines don't look at anything just give me a second okay i'll be back take your time 
Well, my favorite line that I always said uh, was kind of my catchphrase. Personally, I loved it. And that was, of course, a no dice. Uh, when you write no dice into the script, I knew I was going to have a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I was kind of the parent figure in, if you guys haven't seen the show, I was the parent figure. It was myself, uh, uh, Uncle Toby, and Aunt Fritos raising uh, these kids. <laughs> um, and one of them signed up for the camp that we host for the kids right. that isn't our child. Right. Um uh, so whenever I got no dice, it was a blast. You know well, that pis- that classic pistachio episode. You know, and I have a feeling the, oh, pistachio, the pistachio episode was incredible. I have a feeling you also love that catchphrase because that was the name of your spinoff, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Of course, you guys know. Um, unfortunately, my short-lived um, <coughs> uh, spinoff, but a blast called. No dice. Mm-hmm. And Plexico, you didn't have anything to do with that, did you? I absolutely did not. But I did. I it, to be honest, I did have a lot in taking it off the air. I had a lot mm-hmm. to do with oh, that. Well, and and we've that. we've we've kind of thank you so we've much processed it. You love that, okay? Um, Bobby, we've kind of come to terms with that, and mm-hmm. we are okay with where Legally we stand on and friendship wise. You know, and friendship wise, I still have you over for paella every month, but mm-hmm. it's it was tough. I it, I I was bitter. And I was in a really dark place, and I mm-hmm. took it out on no dice. I took it out 100% on your television yeah. show. And it was my fault because, you know, <clears throat> I, after the show got pulled, after you got the show pulled, I finally realized why you were angry. And it was because I took the catchphrase but didn't tie it into the original show. I was a completely different character. Right. I was a man. Right, and it was, it was a period, it was a period piece. piece. I mean, you were a samurai. Mm-hmm. I was yes. a samurai. I was a samurai, and I was the last, uh, one of the few remaining samurais. Um, but it was kind of like a sitcom last samurai. Where sitcom, yeah, because there was an incredible theme song that plays on the radio to, to this day. And I yeah, believe, I, did Nutball not write it? <laughs> yeah, Cody, didn't you write the theme song for No Cody, Dice? Yeah, Cody, you wrote the theme song for No Dice, my period piece samurai show, right? right? Yeah, because I was three at the time. <laughs> Do you remember it? Well, of course you do. Was, you remember everything. Yes. I do want to go over one thing. I do want to go over one thing too. First season, uh, we shot this show. I get the catchphrase. The next year, I start shooting a brand new show while shooting it. In 2003, uh, Cody was three at the time. She writes no dice. He writes no dice. It's a blast. Sorry. Go ahead, Cody. Good. Take it away. Also, I just wanted to say um, I'm back. I'm I'm much better. I thank you. I thank you all for dealing with me with so much gentleness. Uh, my caretaker did say that it's actually um, wrong that I'm actually 13, not 12. Okay. Um, and I was probably just jumpy. <laughs> I know that what you guys are saying is fake, and you guys are just fucking with me. And then I'm actually actually 13. Yeah, okay. 13. Um, yes. And it's it's 2011. Yep. Because if I was 30, my wee wee, I'm telling you, <laughs> would be like triple the size. Look, listen, Cody. Listen. I got to tell you, my husband has a similar problem and i don't want to talk about my husband's wee wee but i will so it's small easy there jennifer cameron <laughs> courtney tyler well i'm just saying you know and he's older he's and, and 80 look, years old listen that's what i'm i kind of want to make you know not to play devil's advocate but you guys know me i love doing devil's advocate all the time oh, mm-hmm. huge fan of it mm-hmm. if your wee wee got older if your wee wee got bigger as you got older you know you Start over. Start over. Go slower. Listen, if your wee wee got bigger as you got older, uh-huh. you'd be tripping yeah. left and right in nursing homes. Uh, That's all I'm saying. It would be uh, st- crazy. 
It would be strange. It would be weird. And it would be uh, a nightmare. Okay. Well, I do agree, like my caretakers say after they give me my lemonade, that uh, it's that, sure, my wee-wee will stop growing at some point. Like, I don't expect 90-year-olds' wee-wees to have a really long wee-wee. But I do expect that for my wee-wee size now, that proves that I am under 18. Well, it's an age-old question. You know, if we evolved from apes, why are apes... Still around, you know. That's a great I think that's question. What we're asking. I, I think, think about that all. I think time. about that a lot. Oh no! And I was always getting into philosophy talks on set, and Plexico mm-hmm. was always punching me in the face, telling me to stop doing right. it. I was. <laughs> that was crazy. I love that that season. We uh, the family went to Hawaii. Right. That was crazy oh, yeah. when we so did many. that. We did like an offshoot. Yeah. A lot of people don't know we shot that in Hawaii. A lot to learn, uh, semicolon, in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bringing those studio cameras to Hanalei Bay was so difficult. Those multicam cameras. Oh. But I said we need it to look exactly like it would in studio. You see these, you know, you saw mm-hmm. Full House, you saw Step by Step, when always when they went, uh, you know, on vacation episodes, the, the tone would look different, the screen would look different. And I said, not right. going to fly with me. No comprende. And I admire you saying that you requiring that we had to bring the same in-studio audience mm. that was there every week. Because, you know, I got used to to delivering lines to a certain type of laughter. And I knew that the laughter would be different if we shot in Hawaii yeah. or Dallas right. or New York, you know? I wanted my specific actors there, um, and it really made us feel you more know, comfortable. You know, we don't talk about that a lot, yeah. Can I jump back for a second? I just was—I was dying to hear Cody Ryan's version of um, the song he wrote. For, oh no, dice for no dice. No dice. Yeah. Cody, please. Cody. We know you remember it. You remember Come everything. On. This is what I'll do. I'll sing. I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but I will sing what we used uh, in your spinoff for each each scene. What took us to the each scene was tran- the interstitial. Um, the interstitial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just give me a second. <clears throat> Right, and then the drums. Gosh, it brings you back, you know, just like that. You know, a lot of people thought you were saying dodo dice, dodo dice, but it was dodo dice. No, it was it's no dice. It was total because I always thought it was it's no dice. Because the show is called No Dice. Well, that was half the fun of it. Well, that's what was mm-hmm. so revolutionary. Yeah, it's what was so revolutionary. We were Renaissanceian. We were in yeah. uh, Japan. We were samurais. And the, always the question at the end of the episode was, is this a total dice situation or is this a no dice situation? I'm getting kind of tired. I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking dice. about no dice if we can c- kind of get back to the other show. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, black okay, to go. Black to go. Let's get a question from the fishbowl. Maybe this will maybe this will uh, get us on track where Plexico where would like to be. Let's see what where the question the is. Uh oh, it's a question about no dice. Should I throw oh, it out? It. <laughs> All right. Well, I liked no dice more than a lot to learn. Well, that's not a question. Uh oh. Yeah, that's a statement. That's a statement. Uh oh. Can I see that? Can I see I that? You said that. Let me just check the sure. handwriting. Huh. I recognize this handwriting. That's all I'll say. Whose handwriting is it? It's it's yours, Bobby. It's yours. Okay, it feels like everyone's fucking with the fishbowl today. Whoa, Cody. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, <laughs> I'm 13. 13. 
For a second ago, I thought I was 12. Not cool for me to cuss. Now I'm 13. I can say fuck all I want. I have a question, not from the fishbowl, but it's for Cindy. Mm-hmm. I know you got you got into evangelism. That's what I was going to say. Into that? Gonna Are you say still that. into that? <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say, you know. Um, my specific sect in of evangelism deals a lot with a psychic connection to God, to Jesus, and to other people in the room. A little known fact about me and my acting process is that every single character I play, every single character I play is Jesus Christ. And though they go by other names, I am manifesting the Son of God in every role I play. And that is exactly what I did without even knowing it for when I played Marissa Ryan, the 15-year-old teen who just wanted to go to prom. You know, I didn't know that I was playing Jesus, but I, I was. I gotta say, I also, you know, I did watch your brand new movie that came on uh, VOD a couple uh, months ago, uh, God is Here, God is Coming. And I gotta mm-hmm. say, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I think... You- I love. Well, I love that. I loved that uh, final monologue. And can we play a oh, clip yeah, of that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys! You guys. Well, I'll just I'll just set this up. I'll just set this up because I think it's important for the viewers to know that in God is here, God is coming. Um, God had just shown up on the mountain, and um, the character uh, played by me, Raina Johnson, who was the, you know the church mom. Um, had just spoken to God and then God talked back and said, I'm here, I'm coming. And that's when I, you know, I give my, okay, we can play it. We can play it. All right. What did he say? Raina, what did he say? What did he say? God said, God said, God said, I hear thoughts. God said, I hear thoughts on the mountain. God said, I hear everything you think, everything you do. God said, God said that, and God said that to you. God, my God, my Lord, my God. He is here, and he is coming. Put your hands up. What? I'm gonna freaking kill you. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid because I'm here with my god. Okay, we should Turn stop this it. Off. We should it's stop it. Wow. It's getting into some dicey crying. territory. <laughs> I know. And then, I am. Uh, wow, that really takes me back. That really takes That's me back. Emotional. Because I. We shot that entirely on the compound. Oh. Well, how- how do you guys feel when you watch yourself acting? Do you do you get chills? Because it, I always I knew I know that Bobby B's you know he would refuse to watch Mm-mm. himself. I just can't screen. do it. It's this ugly face in front of a camera. No, thank you. I right. hate my. I hate my. I get it. I hate and I my, get fi- it. my face. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. you got a great face. You were a Tiger Beat Teen of the Year for five years in a row. Guys, come on. No, thank you. But no, but... Yeah, and it's weird because you were playing like I was a playing parental figure. They yeah. don't normally they do that. They usually put in teens, but I, I, was 30, well, I was 30 at the time. You had such a youthful um, face. Teen of the Year. That was a weird award to accept, I gotta say. going going. That was when I kind of started, you know, kind of 
you know, spinning out a little bit, going to the uh, the Teen Choice Awards and, and winning hottest teen of the year. Um, well, you know, it makes sense because, I mean, you looked very teenager-like, and when, you know, obviously we had the spinoff No Dice, sorry, sorry, Plaxico, um, but they they made me play your mom. Mm-hmm. You were cast and as I, my mom. And, and imagine um, imagine how yeah. I might feel. And imagine how I might feel, right? So, so I'm cast to be his wife, Yet the only magazine cover I'm getting is boats, boats and more boats. But I gotta say that I'm was a, a boat, great cover. You, know? you took a great photo of boats, boats and more boats. And not to not to mince and words, did, but that I was I a catalog. <laughs> I was, I you know, and I and I'm over it. You know, I've got a husband. I'm secure. What is your husband's who I am. name? I'm What's secure. His name? Who is what? He? Your husband's name again? <laughs> what is it? Hefner Hugh. Hefner Hugid. JCCT and Hefner Cuvid. <laughs> Man, that's nuts. Okay, guys, I have to bring it up. Our finale episode, oh, series boy. finale. Oh, I get so many questions. I don't know if I'm warm. People are, I feel like every single day, a barista or somebody at the train shop I go to asks me, What? <laughs> what are what is this what happened in the finale can you give me answers and i always say the answers are there you gotta find well, why don't you describe what happens in the finale we'll jump in or we'll just, should we play it oh let's play it that's such let's a good play, idea the final scene mm-hmm. well let's play it okay so we'll set it up so so the investors of the camp come back they say we're selling it to uh stone cold steve austin he is going to take over the camp we had a huge stunt casting. Stone Cold was a huge fan of the show, and he came on, did me a favor, and uh, it was really kind of him. <clears throat> and so, so, so he's back. Where uh, you know everything is setting up, but you, you know, all the kids and everybody who worked at the camp found a loophole to keep the camp forever. And and let's play the final scene. Kids, what are you saying? We can keep the camp forever. We can keep the camp forever. I found the golden stones. What the heck? Where did you find those golden stones? <laughs> Aunt Frito, calm down. Don't, don't, don't. I said we could keep it. We could keep the camp forever. Wait, where, where's Johnny? Where is Shouldn't... Johnny? Is he in the well? He's in the well. Who do you think gave me the stones? Johnny gave us his stones and then he went in the well. He died so this camp could live. Or could it? Oh no, I'm dropping the stones! Join me. Join me. Join me. And then we just cut to black and you never find out. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> so so you hear somebody whispering, join me. The stones are dropped. And then the heartbeat course, was insane. The heartbeat. <laughs> that was such a I was nice I was in kindergarten at the time. I was in kindergarten at the time and I remember these kids were like Last night's episode blew my mind. It was fascinating. I just, Plaxico, I really love the way that you cut the laugh track for the last 10 minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it was cold. funny, 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 then terrifying, deeply terrifying. Well, and, and what a lot of people found was unsettling was the long, long zoom out. Right, I, I had one of those multicam cameras, and I hooked it up on a, a, a dolly, and I just I I, I told uh, Ricky, I told the camera guy, start running, 
you know, I tied Run. it to his back. Is and that what happened? Oh, Ricky. And he was on a track and he just started running out of the studio. And he, ba- he was and running. Ricky barely had shoes. Ricky barely had shoes. He had some, but he barely, <laughs> barely though. So that was the thing about Ricky. He'd show up to set with just the heel covered. <laughs> barely, barely, just bro. You barely got shoes on. I, and I, I knew it was that. hard. And I, I thought to myself, now why would he have the one cameraman that barely has shoes do the running? I didn't. I couldn't understand. You, you know, because we had we had Todd on camera right, too. We had Todd right. on camera too. Had so, so much uh, shoes. So much so much shoe on all the time and here's the thing i was pissed okay i to be honest classic but behind the scenes classico pissed wow i know (laughs) we've never seen that before tell me something i don't know (laughs) all right i had a hot temper and i took it out on every single person here but you all forgave especially nutball (laughs) especially nutball i'm seeing i'm seeing the effects of my uh (laughs) Seeing the effects of my rage pretty intensely here at this at this retrospect. Well, you know, Plexico, thank God you did it because otherwise we would not have had Cody Ryan's, you know, later works in his life where he is, you know, I'm sorry, a 25 year old playing a an eight year old boy who's going to wizard school. You know, and this is after Harry Potter, my okay. mind you. Yeah. And, and you're I doing it again. You're fucking plays. doing it again. Where you're calling me 29, right. and I know that my wee wee is so small that I gotta be 13, <laughs> and I won't stand for this bit any longer. Okay. You're right, Cody. You're right. We're we're just mm. doing a bit. Right. What what I'll just say about that finale was it. I wanted to burn it to the ground. I wanted to to set the show up in a way that you didn't it, like it. No, I didn't want anyone else to have it, and I, I didn't. And you were want, going through that divorce at that right. time, right? That, I was that, I was divorcing. Yeah, I was divorcing my beautiful wife, Eva Longoria, right? <laughs> Excuse what was that? Me? Longoria, 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 Longoria. Longoria. No, Eva Long- Longoria, Longoria is what we call her on set. We called her Longoria, Longoria. Longoria. It was a. It was a uh, it was a typo. Uh, that's kind of how we met. It was an inside joke. Longoria, Longoria. Uh, I, I read her name and I was like, "Wait, is your name?" And she said, "No, it's, it's is somebody." Is that why you divorced? That's not no. That's not the reason why. That was an inside. <laughs> that's joke. That's how they met. Kind of how I, we got I would never understand what it would feel like to go through a divorce because I'm so deeply in love with my husband. That's yeah. That's really. Yeah. Well, you said he was. You said he was much older, eighty. Right. Why are you asking? I haven't, you know, I haven't seen him for quite a few years. You, you know, you would post pictures with him all the time, but I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, what's well, going on? Yeah, what's Hefner still- Hubit up to? Let's just say this. He's in a tiny little urn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have... What? <laughs> that is very clear. Okay. That Jennifer. sounds like he's dead. No, okay, so no he's dead. I didn't I'm say so that. Sorry. Now hold on a tick. He did not. He his wishes were to be buried. So no, he's not cremated. Okay. <laughs> did you make him very did you small? Chop him up? Did you did chop you? him up and put him in an urn? Now hold on a tick. 
I have a quick question. Why wasn't I on Harry Potter? Because I'm British. <laughs> None of us can answer that. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea how to answer that. Okay. That was in the fishbowl question. So. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. I've got a great fishbowl question uh, that I just pulled out. This is really great. Audition stories. What's everybody's audition hey. story? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Man. Holy well, shit. <laughs> you know, Plaxico... <laughs> it's very funny you know you remember this as much as i do i didn't even have an audition you found me in a mall that's classic right. teen heartthrob that's what, heart right. that's what it was in 93 yeah 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 we i saw you shopping at uh what was that store it was uh, dillard's it was it was dillard's why were you in dillard's you? plaxico i was buying <laughs> <laughs> I was buying clothes. I can be a Dillard's. Well, the crazy thing is, I, he uh, Plaxico also found me in a mall. I actually oh, didn't have no. to audition. Oh, oh, no. oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I guess you guys are kind of seeing oh. my my uh, my process <laughs> a little bit, aren't you? <laughs> I was in a Val Surf. And he comes up to me and he says, you look really young. How old are you? 13? But you're hot for 13. And I said, actually, I'm 30. And the rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. I said, well, I think we can make something really special. And they said, hey, are you going to buy anything? And I said, yeah, I'm buying this guy. And they said, well, it doesn't matter what they said because they're all probably fucking dead right now because they work at the mall. But we succeeded. <laughs> well, I know I was spotted at the second city. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, I but I, I will say on, this. I've seen but, you work on Seventh Heaven. But and yes, but I will say this, City, Plexico, Because you seem to only do things with. Numbers. I will say this, and I'll never forget it. You shot the pilot, and you were you were Aunt Fritos, dressed in drag. Oh yes, I was. And you could barely and tell. I'm, I mean, they kept the pilot. That I'm was episode number one. Yeah, you could barely tell, it, and you could honestly, yeah. when they switched it, you could barely tell either. Aunt Fritos, Aunt Fritos seemed ha, to be ha, the exact same person. Ha, ha, ha. Well, you know, I had, and, and if you noticed, my acting style was rather odd because I was trying to match Plaxico's voice. Mm-hmm. The funny thing to me job. about Aunt Fritos' whole character is that she was very aggressive throughout the whole show. She was always shouting and yelling at the kids for 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 a, sh- a comedy. <laughs> It seemed totally, completely inaccurate. Yeah, I think the reason why someone said here earlier, someone said I wore a helmet because of Plaxico, but I actually wore a helmet because of uh, a JCCT as well. You, uh, you two were menaces out there. Well, I, you know, what's funny is there's that one scene that you change everything, right, JCCT? You, right. You, you needed to be a maternal figure, and you needed to coach the kids – on how to stand up to a bully. And I actually wanted to play that clip right now because I think it's really wonderful. This oh, is in season yeah. five, I think? Five, 5.13. They're hitting me, they're hitting me. Y'all listen up. Everybody knows that if you want to get hit by a bully, all you gotta do is stick a cigarette in your butt crack. <laughs> They'll be so scared. Hey, camera, it's me, Nutball, and I'm learning about how to stand up to bullies right now. Huge moment. Aunt Frida, Aunt Frida. That's not my name. I'm back. It's me, Barry Maguire. Hey, kids, it's me, Bear. Okay, well, there's an older girl at school. I, 
I don't know. Can anyone help me? She's just being really mean. She's she's saying rude things and putting them in my locker. You deserve what she's doing to you. Could you maul her to death? Like a bear? Wow. Camera, I just learned something very important from the bear. The bear suggested that I maul this girl to death. And I think I will. Okay, I'm sorry. And, you know, that's embarrassing for me to watch because I did a southern accent. No, for some I, of it. For some I, of it, I, I I was curious because you used to go. I don't know if you realize this. You used to go in and out the entire run of the show. Right. Yeah. It, it was People kind of an Andy McDowell wrote. thing, you know. Andy used to do that, and and we always thought that was like sometimes Andy McDowell is southern and sometimes she's not. So we thought that was kind of an, a choice, and we liked it. I have a question for everybody that I'm really curious about. Um, what's next for everybody? What's everyone working on right now? Oh well, that's a good question. Should we talk about it? Are we allowed to talk about uh, it? I'm gonna mm. say we are. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll make the announcement here. <laughs> okay, I have had a conversation with holy an, shit an executive. Uh, holy shit! And I have mentioned, I'm thinking of rebooting. A lot to learn. So we're in talks right now. I'm going to have to talk to, you know, people and write the script and, and pitch it and, <laughs> and everything. But I I think I think we're going to reboot this show. I think I, it's coming. I, you I know, think and if Plaxico says he talked to an executive briefly about it, that's as good as gold in this town. I tell you what, that's as good as gold in this town. Yeah. I love that you, you floated a couple names by us, and I really loved one. Still a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I love what? that because I also it really love it too much to learn. Too much to <laughs> learn. A lot more to learn. Combust. I loved the other one. A lot learned. That's I also liked right. uh, combusting with all the things I learned. I got to be I honest. I think that was I, one that you was, made up. I think that was one you. <laughs> that, was that was your pitch. pitch. You were really. <laughs> pleased I know, and I, that and was I your pitch at Maeve's residuals when we were all and having I a got drink. To and say, I got to say, I got asked to be a judge on American Idol. So I oh, don't wow. really believe I'll be partaking, but best of luck to you, all of you. I am I'm so sorry, by the way, Jennifer Cameron, Courtney Tyler. We didn't talk about your incredibly successful music career. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, chart-topping. I don't need to talk about it. I'm secure, and I'm very successful. We're talking about one episode of Seventh Heaven. Meanwhile, you have like eight Grammys. <laughs> mm-hmm. You won four Oscars for original scoring. Right, right. No, no one's ever done that before. No one's ever won an Oscar for scoring. No, no a lot of people have every year. <laughs> but have. I really think they have. A lot of people have. But nobody's won four. No. no, no it's tough to win no, four. No, hold on a tick. No one has It's ever, a category. <laughs> right. No one has ever won. No one has ever scored a movie and remembered that they did it. Now, that's what I'm saying. So. I think many people even make their entire careers that yeah, at that's times. A, that's a kind of a hard statement. Well, it's a hard statement to argue because it's so what, kind honey? of false. What, honey? Okay. Sorry. So, well, all right. Call me a liar. Is he, Whatever. <laughs> is he alive? Yes. He's eating honey barbecue chips. <laughs> okay. What else? Anyway, I'm really excited yeah. for the the reboot. Are you guys all in? I haven't formally asked you guys. I thought it would be really fun to do it here now on the show. Are Hold, you guys in for a look, lot more to learn? I really want to do it. There's just somebody I got to ask first. God, 
What do you think? <laughs> Amen. He's in. And that means I'm in. Let's get a lot more to learn today. And I think there's still a lot to learn. Oh, total dice, awesome. of course. Um, I, I actually have to go to eighth grade. So where do you think that is? <laughs> where do you where, what what does eighth grade look like to you when you go there? What is the physical bo- building that it looks like? Um, it's, uh, uh, it's like a, uh, like, it looks like a hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, caretaker is <laughs> okay. pointing at their scrubs right now. It looks like you're looking to them for clues. It looks like a hospital. <laughs> and, uh, I sit down with my therapist, who's my teacher at eighth grade. Sounds like somebody still has a lot to learn. Uh, there he goes. There he goes. Uh-huh. No dice. Uh-huh. No. Why don't we just take uh-huh. him out one last time with our theme song? Huh? Why don't we just... Uh, all of us at once. And I won't overshadow with my incredible voice. <laughs> okay. Here's the... Okay. 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 Five, six, seven, eight. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh, there's a question we forgot in the fishbowl. It says, what year is it? This has been the cast and creator of A Lot to Learn answering the question, and that's why they call it show business. Join us next week on Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Hi, I'm Angela Geritana. I'm Jeremy Colhane. I'm Patrick McDonald. And I'm Kylie Brakeman. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. You can follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, four A's with three O's in between, then pod. Music for this week's episode was provided by Gabriel Ponton. Our guest this week was Alyssa Sabo. You can follow her on TikTok at Alyssa Sabo and on Twitter and Instagram at Alyssa underscore Sabo. We'll see you next time. Good night, Hollywood.